Hello guys, I am Ashin Prasad and I am joined by Ayan Acharya. Hi guys. We are here on Sportstar's Matchpoint Paradox. We are here to discuss the biggest takeaways from the Ashes where England squared the series at the Oval. Uh-huh. I saw what you did there. I saw what you did there. I think England mostly relied on two individuals in Ben Stokes who's had a fabulous summer starting from the World Cup to the uh, Ashes series and Rory Burns who has been their find of this summer in terms of uh, okay. batting to speak Rory Burns to an effect against the quality uh, Australian batting uh, uh, bowling lineup he has stepped up yeah, Absolutely, I think Rory Burns is a great addition to the uh, team and uh, you made a very good point about this being a battle between two extremely brittle uh, batting sides uh, I mean Australia, at least England had two players to rely on. Australia technically had just one man, uh, you know, bat battling it out throughout the five test matches and that's Steven Smith. He was just brilliant, wasn't he? I mean, you could say I'm smitten by him. He was that good. You can't he not... Yeah, you can't not be impressed by what he uh, did. But incredibly, I mean, all things said and done, Australia needs to, uh, you know, set its batting straight. Uh, you have, uh, you know, Captain Tim Payne who didn't quite deliver with the bat. Uh, the openers were in complete shambles. Uh, David Warner became, well, Stuart Broad's bunny uh, over the course of the series. Uh, in the right stat says that he has a lesser average than Jack Leach. Yeah, yeah. And Jack <laughs> Leach, I think, you know, that was one guy who uh, really came through for England every time he was asked to go out there and hold fort. Yeah. And hold fort he did at Headingley and again in, you know, in, in seeing test matches. Yeah. Yes, he's a call, a sneak on, scores are level. Cut away, cut away for four. What an innings, what a player. That probably was the one most significant single he will take in uh, many years to come. Single, single in history of Test cricket probably. Exactly. And I think with uh, Manas Labushin who came in as a percussion yeah. substitute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. He surprised yeah. everyone yeah. with how he held fort and he was almost like a, a carbon copy of Stevens, but not in a yeah. exact same yeah. sense. But then he was. It's it's in, in, it's incredible because he's supposed to be a, a light for light substitute. Uh, and mind you, he had scored over thousand runs uh, during the first class season, averaging about sixty, which is what Steve Smith's uh, test average is at the moment, by the way. And uh, incredibly, the first ball he faced, uh, he was, or I think the first match he was substituting Smith, he also got hit uh, on the helmet. He by got hit by Joe Archer. Uh, he got hit uh, by his own teammate, Mitchell Stark, in the nets. And uh, so much so uh, that by the end of the series, he was leaving the ball almost the same way as Steven Smith. The quirky so, Smith. Yeah, Smith yeah. Hand. It looks like Lavushin took that like for like substitute quite seriously. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, those two were brilliant for Australia and, you know, the two men for England. I think we need to also talk about Joe Root. I think he's had a very disappointing one year with the bat in yeah. Test cricket. And I think it was quite evident in the series as yeah. well. He didn't make the big hundreds. He made a couple of uh, crucial 50s, especially in the headingly test mm. and second innings. Mm. But other than that, he's been quite found out in the uh, England's top order, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Joe Root needs to get his act together simply because he's such a valuable asset, not just as a captain, but as a batsman. He's sort of fallen out of the fat four uh, that we so often talk about. There's yeah. Virat, there's uh, Kane Williamson, there's Steve Smith, and then there used to be Joe Root. Joe Root. Now he's sort of fallen off the perch there, but uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll get there. He's a class act. Yeah.
Uh, now for Australia, you had uh, Mitchell Stark sitting out almost you know a good length um, of the entire series, yes. four test matches exactly, uh, which. Uh, I'm pretty sure even Stark didn't envision when he was going uh, to England, but such was the you know the potency of that uh, pace attack. And yeah. Langer had made it clear that the pacers will be tried and tested uh, depending on the conditions. And boy, Pat Cummins came through and how, and so did uh, Josh Hazelwood. Uh, Peter Siddle, of course, had his moments, but again, he's on the wrong side of thirties. You can't expect him to be uh, how he was in his prime. But uh, I see Hazelwood and Pat Cummins forming a pretty formidable pace attack in the years to come. And I think, I think Cummins had one of his best series absolutely, so far absolutely. in his career, I guess. Yeah. He was like the he the burly Superman kind yeah, of figure yeah. in the team. Yeah, absolutely. And but uh, England, again, not so lucky with it, Jimmy Anderson. No, I think, yeah, I think uh, things started uh, going wrong for them right, since the first match yeah. at Edgebaston, where uh, Anderson went off injured with just having bowled just four overs. Hmm. I think their fortunes kind of like tailed uh, from that, yeah. like you know, they were up against uh, Steve Smith with yeah. just like three uh, frontline seamers, yeah. two, no, two frontline seamers and, and an all-rounder in Ben Stokes. They just didn't have an answer for Smith, did yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, cool. I think we'll get back to that towards the end of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> session, yes. And uh, I think uh, Archer came in, made his test debut, I think he stepped up and he did fill in yeah. uh, Anderson's absence. He, uh, in his debut series, he uh, picked up 22 wickets. Yeah. Which in four matches, and he had one of the best uh, bowling spells or the best yeah. uh, period of passage of plays yeah. involved in the uh, series. Yeah, one with Steve Smith, and again, I, I can see that English smile, that fan <laughs> smile there. But yeah, not speaking English. of that, yeah, speaking of that spell, I mean, what a spell that was. That sort of, uh, you know, this is not the same Australian side uh, that we are so used to seeing the the the, the sledging, so to speak. That's so uh, intricately woven into an Ashes series wasn't quite there. Of course, at the end of it, we saw Joe Frach and Matthew Wade getting into uh, can't even call an, uh, call it an altercation, but just few words here and there. But yeah. but that general feeling of, uh, for the lack of a better word, actually an animosity that you see in an Ashes series was missing. But that entire spell um, uh, of play between uh, at lots it was right, yeah, uh, between Archer and Smith sort of. You know, brought the series to uh, life. Uh, yeah. Archer bowling at 90 clicks an hour. Smith refusing to give up. Here's a man who's in the form of his life, and here is a young, um, you know, chap who's bowling quick, who's determined to get uh, get rid of the best batsman the opponent has. And make an impression on the best yeah. stage of all, like yeah, exactly. in the Ashes Test in Lords. Yeah. And what's more, both of them are teammates in the IPL. I mean, yeah. uh, Steve Smith plays for Rajasthan Royals, and so does Joe Archer. So you can say familiarity sort of helped. Archer, sorry, and Smith and both, Smith, yeah. and uh, well, uh, there were words flying before uh, Smith came back after his uh, concussion forced uh, absence. He said, Archer hasn't got me out. Archer said, well, it's difficult to get him out when he's not playing. That's well, true. but, but, yesterday was a picture that did rounds uh, on, you know, social media of the two of them uh, shaking hands. I wonder what Smith was saying. I think he said, you finally didn't get me out. What do you think? He was I saying? wonder. You were the one who posted it from a Twitter yeah, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was amazing because that. I mean, he didn't actually get him out, did he? I mean, he unsettled no, yeah. him. Yeah. He did force him to miss one test match. Imagine the number of runs he would have scored if he had played in the Henry Test. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking of that, so um, him knocking out uh, Steve Smith, which was unfortunate in a way, opened yeah. uh, the doors for one of the most incredible test match of the summer. Agree. Uh, the Henry Test between. Uh, uh, where it was literally Australia versus Ben Stokes, yeah. right? Yeah. And England were shot out for 67, and like uh, former players were calling it an embarrassment. And yes. then to turn it around in a couple of days, 
to pull off a yeah. incredible chase uh, with Ben Stokes shining through was one of the spectacles of the summer. Yeah, Superman Stokes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Superman Stokes. It was a brilliant innings, one for the ages, uh, for him to do it against Australia uh, under such pressure with well Jack Leach trying to make sure he can see the ball properly while wiping his glasses. Uh, it was an incredible innings, one that will go down in the history as one of the best test knocks. Yeah. Well, that he did in the absence of Steve Smith uh, is uh, a topic for debate. Okay, let's not like go on yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. Smith versus uh, but Stokes. But it was. In- I, I'm like, he's smitten by Smith, I'm smitten by Ben Stokes. Yeah, no, but, but that, that's incredibly uh, what this Ashes boiled down to really. I mean, you know, all the jokes apart, it was between two supremely talented individuals, one being Ben Stokes, the other being Steve Smith. Steve Smith missed out uh, on an entire year of cricket because of reasons that are well known to everyone by now. And Ben Stokes, uh, what a summer he's had, you know, starting with the World Cup where he became uh, the hero of in, uh, England's long awaited World Cup triumph. And Smith was still warming up, you know, yeah. you, you can almost sense that he's so much more at ease, Steve Smith, in the longer format. And, you know, Stokes, again, a man for all situations, a man for all formats. So, I mean, we are lucky to live in the age of Stokes and Smith. And uh, to round it off with, uh, we again need to go back to Steve Smith. Uh, like he said, like Ayan said, like you know, he's come back from a year-long absence, yeah. and uh, to be thrust into uh, hostile situations uh, with the World Cup and the Ashes, and in England where the crowd is booing you literally for everything you do, yeah. and to uh, to come out with 794 runs with an average of 110 or so, and then to be compared to Don Bradman. Yeah, it couldn't get any better than that, right? In yeah. terms of uh, like making a return, you can't like yeah. It, it couldn't get any better than that for us. But here is a man who, at the press conference yesterday, said, "I'm going to keep trying, you know, to get better and better as long as I play." Now, I'm just wondering how much better can you get because what we saw was incredible. As you said, he missed out on one test. The numbers could have been way more than what they end up being. Uh, but but to England's credit, they did get him out. At leg slip, yeah. I, I don't think even Smith was uh, uh, sort of expecting to fall for that ploy. But that's the most used ploy against someone who sort of shuffles so much outside the off stump that he almost tends to play the ball in that direction. But again, he did say that only means that they will keep bowling to my hips, which yeah. is again bowling to my strengths. Maybe he, England or the other teams can pull two or three leg slips. Now. Yeah, yeah, for all you know, that, that's <laughs> what it will come to. But uh, yeah, it was an incredibly uh, well fought Ashes series that uh, I would say ended. Uh, and rightfully so with 2-2 because none, you know, I mean, neither I both, both teams were like had their weaknesses. Yeah, they had their weaknesses. They played the small moments really well. England yeah. played them really well. And Australia, uh, again, just. I think the bowling attack was what like pulled them through. Yeah, pulled and them through. the brilliance of Steve Smith. Yeah, Steve yeah. Smith. I mean, uh, it, maybe with some more support from the other batsmen, this could have ended with a 3 0, maybe even 4 0, who knows. But mm, uh, well, between a 4 0 and a 2 2 stood Ben Stokes, and that's all England needed. In the end. <laughs> Magnificent game of cricket here at Old Trafford. Marvellous scenes. Australia retain the ashes. Yeah, so all things said and done, it was an incredible summer of cricket in England. First the World Cup, then the ashes. Uh, well, for the sheer tenacity Australia showed. Uh, by a legend slide with them, I, I wish they had won the ashes. But well, it's 2 2. Uh, which... They didn't win the ashes. Huh? They didn't win the ashes. Uh, they didn't win the ashes, they retained the urn. 
it was it, that is the thing they didn't win yeah i mean come on i didn't mean win the uh, yeah they didn't win the series i wish they had won the series but they didn't but yeah it was incredible oh come on come <laughs> on now this is too much wait but yeah as i said it was incredibly well fought series which deserved a 2-2 result so yeah i mean yeah i just no know like, uh, before we sign up i just want to say that like while england on their uh, journey to the world cup they beat beat australia very uh, handsomely yes. so let's just like put it out there and just like sign off with okay. a happy note yeah yeah that's it from us guys bye